Today on The Verdict with Pastor John Monroe. The message is one of good news, of great joy. Not just joy, but great joy. The message of Christmas is this, that you can receive this joy if you know Christ as your Savior. Welcome to The Verdict, featuring the Bible teaching of Pastor John Monroe. At Christmas, we often sing about joy, but our world is a troubled and broken place. And for many, Christmas can be a difficult time of year. Today on The Verdict, we're remembering that our God is a God of joy, and we can experience His joy no matter the circumstance. So let's remember and keep this true joy of Christmas going. Now, here's Pastor John Monroe. These days around Christmas are inconceivable without laughter, excitement, and praising God. And you're now likely enjoying time with family and friends. But often joy is not very evident in our lives, particularly over the last couple of years. You could argue that there have been many reasons to be frustrated, disappointed, or angry. And in our Christmas preparations, we can get caught up in the hectic pace or struggles with our painful memories. But God is characterized by infinite joy. And that Christmas, that joy came to earth and forever changed our world. God is a God of joy, and He wants us to be joyful. So today, let's revisit one more time what the angel said. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. God is a God of joy. And God wants you to be a person of joy. He wants you to be joyful. And that first Christmas, the angel is announcing that the joy of heaven, the joy of a perfect God, that that joy of heaven is coming to earth and is coming to us in Jesus, in Christ, the Son of God. And in the miracle of Christmas, this joy is offered to you. I want to to read the familiar story from Luke chapter 2. If you've got your Bible, turn there with me. Familiar verses, I know. But as I read the Word of God, and as you read it with me, I ask that you listen carefully, and that you pray that the joy of God will enter your heart. Perhaps you're rather sad. Perhaps things are difficult. Perhaps you're here and you're worrying about something. Will you allow the message of Christmas Will you allow the Spirit of God to pour His joy into your heart? Luke chapter 2 then, verse 1. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, 
fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Christmas is knowing joy, not fear. Uh, here are the shepherds watching their flocks this night. Uh, they're doing so in the fields just outside uh, Bethlehem, a little town about five miles from the capital of Jerusalem. And now night had fallen over the little town of Bethlehem. And there were the shepherds, humble men, at the bottom, as aware of the socioeconomic scale in that culture. And little did they know that events were to happen that night at Bethlehem which would eternally impact not only the shepherds, but the whole universe. Isn't it significant that of all of the people the angel could have appeared to, that it was to these humble shepherds? And the angel of the Lord suddenly appeared around the shepherds, and the glory of the Lord, Luke records, shone round about them. The glory of God transformed uh, that night scene into the most brilliant of light as the glory of God was manifested on these fields outside Bethlehem. It must have been an absolutely spectacular sight. The glory of the Lord reflected that spectacular, momentous event as God himself is coming into time and space, as the Word is becoming flesh and dwelling among us. The joy of heaven is coming to a dark, dark, sinful world. Not surprisingly, uh, we read that the shepherds were filled with fear. No wonder. You imagine standing in the presence of an angel. <laughs> you imagine if you're at work one day, you're working in, in uh, the bank, you're at hospital, you're at school, you're going about your business with a few of your friends, and, and suddenly, in a moment, there's a blaze of the glory of the Lord. When you get down on your knees and be like these shepherds, terribly afraid. They had never, ever seen anything vaguely like this. Then they hear a voice. And these unclean shepherds probably were expecting God's judgment to fall on them. Uh, I can imagine the, the whole of their life flashing in front of them, possibly recalling all of their failures and shortcomings. And to their utter astonishment, the message from heaven to them is not one of condemnation, is not one of judgment, but they are told, fear not. The message is one of joy and salvation. 
The message is one of good news, of great joy. Not just joy, but great joy. And this joy comes not just to Israel, not just to the shepherds, not just to a select few people, but it comes, we read, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. God speaking to you today. Whoever you are, you just say, well, I'm just an ordinary person. And God is saying to you, fear not. Do you hear him? That's the message. Fear not. Christmas, properly understood, is not knowing fear, but is experiencing joy. I meet people, and they sometimes think that they're doomed to a life of sadness, a life of despair, despondency, fear, hopelessness. Life has been very difficult for them. Perhaps the home they come from, perhaps some disaster has overtaken them, some illness, some abuse, some uh, terrible wrong inflicted on them, and uh, they struggle, and they, they feel, well, I've missed out. My, my, my life is one of disaster. My, one, my life is one of darkness, in some cases leading to serious depression, sometimes even le leading to suicide, living in fear. Fear of others, fear of failure, fear of the past, fear of what people think of us, fear of COVID-19, fear of death. A lot of fear in our world, isn't there? I think COVID-19 has brought that out, doesn't it? So many people living in fear, fear. Today, yes, with COVID-19 still at our doorsteps, Although we're very thankful for these vaccines that God has provided for us. Today, the message to you and to me is not one of fear. It's one of celebration. Celebrate Christmas. Christmas is joy, joy to the world, joy to you, and joy to me, fear not. Christmas is knowing joy, not fear. But also, the joy of Christmas is knowing the Savior personally. Can I emphasize that last word, personally? This joy that comes from heaven to earth is to be received and personally experienced. Jesus is born as the Savior. Listen again to the angel. Fear not, Luke 2 verse 10. Behold, I bring you good news of a great joy which shall be for all the people for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. That's it. He comes as a Savior, and it is essential that we understand the basic mission of Jesus, that Jesus' mission, his number one priority, is to be the Savior. And the angel is declaring, God is declaring to mankind, to these shepherds, and to you and me, that when he sends his son into this world, it is to be the Savior. There had to come for me, as there has to come for you, a decisive point in time when you open your heart and you personally receive Christ as your Savior. I'm asking you today a very, very important question. Have you personally trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior? I can tell you from the authority of Scripture, but also from my personal experience, that there is no joy 
like knowing Jesus Christ personally. And as a boy, we used to sing, I don't know if you, if you know the song, was, Kim, was it for me? For me alone? The Savior left his glory's throne. The dazzling splendor of the sky, was it for me? He came to die. It was for me. Yes, all for me. The love of God, so rich and free. Oh, wondrous love, I'll shout and sing. He died for me, my Lord and my King. That's it. He died for me. Do you say that? Paul says, the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's the testimony of an individual saved by the grace of God, trusting completely in Christ as our Savior who dies for us, who rises again, and now is a living Christ. He comes into our hearts and our lives, forgiving our sins, and we look to Christ and believe in Him. And when you do that, to use the apostle uh, Peter's expression, he says, we rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. Although, Peter says in 1 Peter 1, although we don't see Christ, I've never seen Jesus, but yet I know him, have received him. He is my savior. And that brings inexpressible joy to know that I'm eternally saved by the grace of God. Can you say that? You saved? The joy of Christmas is knowing the Savior personally, but also the joy of Christmas is knowing Jesus as Lord. Unto you, verse 11, is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ. He's the Messiah. He's the anointed one. He's a long-promised Redeemer. He's the Christ, but he's also the Lord. He is Christ the Lord. Jesus is Lord. He's God incarnate. He comes to us. God doesn't shout instructions as it were. He comes to us. And the reason the glory of the Lord shone around the shepherds was because the Lord of heaven, the God of glory, had come to earth. Paul writes that God was manifested in the flesh. He writes in Colossians 2.9, in Christ the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. What a statement. The whole of deity dwells bodily in Jesus Christ. John writes in his prologue, John 1.14, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Staggering, isn't it? That the eternal almighty God who dwells in this magnificent glory now comes. And Jesus comes as a long-promised Messiah, the Christ, to deliver his people. And that little baby lying in a feeding trough in a stable was none other than God. No, this is no mere human savior. This is not just some kind of guru or, or prophet or miracle worker or someone who gives us great insight into life. No, this is much more than that. This is the savior from heaven. This is God in flesh. And so one of the earliest Christian creeds was that Jesus is Lord. He's the supreme one, he's no rivals, he's unique. There's none like him, nor will there ever be anyone like him. He's the Son of God. He's God incarnate. And so Jesus comes, Peter tells us, he dies the just for the unjust so that he might bring us to God. Do you think you can get to God yourself? 
Do you think you could ever get into the presence of God yourself? It is utterly impossible. God's too big. God's too holy. God's too far away. You're too sinful. You're too small. You could never, ever get to God by yourself. This is the miracle of Christmas then, that what we can't do, God has done in Jesus Christ. He comes to deliver us, to rescue us. He brings us to God. He is our peacemaker. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father apart from him. He is the unique Jesus because he's God, God incarnate. Do you believe this? Do you believe that Jesus is God? People argue about it, don't they? The cults deny it. They'll concede that Jesus is a good man, historical figure. That's not the message of Christmas. The message of Christmas is this, that you can receive this joy if you know Christ as your savior. And that joy will be increased as in your life more and more you submit to the Lordship of Christ. Do you believe that? I do. The more you surrender to Jesus as Lord, the greater your joy. At his birth, people reject him. People didn't acknowledge that he was Lord. No room, no room for him in the inn, how symbolic. The innkeeper didn't realize that the one in Mary's womb was none other than God himself. No room for Jesus. So many missed the most momentous occasion in human history. King Herod, no room for Jesus, blinded by his own ambition. Uh, the religious establishment, no room for Jesus, blinded by their own tradition and self-interest. No room for Jesus. The world's been saying that ever since, hasn't it? He came to his own, his own received him not. He's rejected, he's put on the tree. Have you any room for Jesus? Too busy with your own activities? Your life's so important, you, you, want, you want a little bit of Jesus? That's not how it works, is it? Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. He's Lord. And if he's Lord, I'm to bow at his feet. I need to remind you that this one who comes is God. He's Lord. He's not to be pushed aside. He is Lord over all. And I can assure you 100% that your joy will increase when you surrender to Christ. Your joy will grow more and more as you acknowledge the Lordship of Jesus over every aspect of your life. That's joy, bowing to the Lordship of Jesus. That's it. I am to surrender to the will of God. I know Christ as my Savior, and as I go through life, everything has to be surrendered to Him. I like to do my, my own will. I like to make my own plans as you do. I want to put myself at the center of my life. That, that doesn't work. No. That's what the devil wants. Have you found that? The devil gives you the best first. The devil promises that if you follow him, it's going to be great. He always gives you the best first. The devil gives you the best and then the problems, then the heartache, then the toil. Oh, that first drug, it's incredible, so I'm told. 
That new experience, oh, it is so good. It's so cool. I've finally done that. And as you pursue that path, it becomes harder and harder. Proverbs says the way of the transgressor is hard. Do you really want to go down that way? Some of you, some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. You've, you've, you've taken a sidetrack and you've stopped following Christ and, and your life has been messed up. The message of Christmas is this, that your joy will be increased as you surrender to Jesus. You say that's sometimes hard, yes. Not my will, but yours be done. Joy is knowing Christ's lordship in your life. Nehemiah 8, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joyful Christians are strong. Joyful Christians are strong in the Lord, are wise, because their life is surrendered to Christ, who is absolute joy. After all, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you're headed for heaven, where there's infinite joy. We open your heart and your life, not only to the to the child Christ, but the man Christ. This Christmas, will you open your heart to the Lord Jesus? If you ever go to London, you must visit St. Paul's Cathedral. Because in St. Paul's Cathedral, there is this wonderful painting by Holman Hunt. It's called The Light of the World. Many of you have seen it before. And as you look at there, at that picture, you see that Jesus is standing outside a door, knocking gently. The door is overgrown with weeds, and there's no handle on the outside of the door because it can only be opened on the inside. The door has to be opened from the inside. That's it. Will you, will you open that door? Have you any room for Jesus? Some of you have never yet received Christ as Savior. Will you, will you do that right now? Jesus said, that there is joy, yes, joy, in the presence of the angels over one sinner that repents. Is there one sinner here? I think there's more than one sinner here who repents. There'll be joy in heaven, joy in your heart, joy in your home, joy in your relationships when you trust Jesus as Savior and Lord. Christmas. Is joy. This is The Verdict with Pastor John Monroe and a lesson titled Christmas is Joy. There's more coming up in just a moment, but let me remind you that you can always find these messages and listen online at theverdict.org. Have you ever wondered whether or not salvation can be lost or what it really means to be saved in the first place? You're not alone. To help you address these important questions and to find the answers in the Word of God, John recently wrote a new booklet titled Eternal Security, Finding Certainty in a Chaotic World. He shares a bit of his own testimony and does a careful examination of Scripture to help you grapple with your own doubts or questions and better understand the nature and the depth of your salvation. This booklet is completely free by mail or download. Just visit our website at theverdict.org. And if you're a regular listener of The Verdict, we want to thank you for joining us. We hope the teaching and resources have blessed you, and we want to invite you to help us reach new listeners during this special time of year by supporting The Verdict with a financial gift. Your generous contributions will help us continue broadcasting the truth of God's Word to your neighbors, your community, and all around the world in 2024. To partner with us today, just go to theverdict.org or call us 
at 833-551-2231. And don't forget to subscribe to The Verdict Podcast, featuring John's weekly podcast exclusive called Avizandum. You'll find us on your podcast app, listed as The Verdict with Pastor John Monroe. Now, here's John. Well, what's your verdict? Do you know the joy of the Lord? Today and in the weeks to come, don't let circumstances distract from God's gift of joy. In the book of Nehemiah, we read, The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy and the hope were offered in our Lord Jesus Christ transcends the pain and problems of this world. So this week, don't look down, look up. Look up to Jesus and celebrate this glorious good news of great joy. Christmas is love. Christmas is joy. And next time, we'll think of Christmas is peace. Thanks for joining us today on The Verdict. I'm Michelle Davies. Today's program with Pastor John Monroe was produced and sponsored by Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina.